ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever live show of the Luke and Lewis show. It is our first ever live podcast and it's the grand opening ceremony. Mm -hmm. The grand opening ceremony of the Luke and Lewis tour. Welcome to the front row, this lady. What's your name? Huh? Emily. Welcome, Emily. That's great. And did you enjoy your week? Yeah, we did book a shit venue. That's right. Yes. You are right. This uh, venue... This is a hole. Yeah, Lewis goes... It's like an Airbnb. It's kind of just like... like It didn't come with... Five minutes before you came in, we were like, does the venue have lights? <laughs> we got here. Not really a joke. It's just fucked, actually. Um, you guys paid to be here. We're really sorry about that. Um, we got here and there was, there's no staff, there's no bar, there's no one welcoming us. We had to pick up the key from a lockbox and let ourselves in and then we have to drop the key off. This is Airbnb, but it's a venue. So if one of you hurt themselves, you're dying tonight. Yeah. That's and we're it. not liable. We oh, probably are. We are. Definitely are liable. Just we're not. <laughs> I'm not. You can take the full on and give a shit. Fuck. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is the uh, live podcast. Now, has anyone mm -hmm. ever seen a live podcast before? Well, you know, like the normal podcast that you see at Sorry, man, have you at ever, home. Have you ever done a live podcast before? Yeah. Yeah? Well, you would know. This is also my fault. Yeah. Usually want to set up the chairs yeah. before we start. Yeah, we just didn't do that. Which That's we what I realised. So, excuse us a moment. We're just but this do is that. like the most... Yep. <laughs> there we go. Okay. And let's cut none of this out. I want this to be in the final thing. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously it is a opening ceremony, mm -hmm. um, which means what do you do at opening ceremonies? You light the eternal flame, right? Yes. Our what? Sorry. Victory lap. You do a victory lap. That's well, at the closing ceremony. We haven't won. Have you anything. ever watched an event? Oh, we don't have any flags. I don't think you do a... That, geez, that'd be that fucking like arrogant. That sounds like a rally, I'll be honest. Uh, if you did a victory lap before the Olympics, everyone would just hate your country. Like, geez, North Korea are confident <laughs> for a country that can't even feed their own people. They are stoked. <laughs> Um, so, we won't be doing a victory lap. Maybe in the Perth show, after we've done the tour, a lap of the country. Maybe we'll... if we win something as yeah. well. Um, now, uh, we don't have an eternal flame mm. because obviously that's unsafe. We're flying to Sydney tomorrow and Jetstar will not be thrilled with that. So, we do, however, have a temporary flame. That's now, right. if you listen to the podcast this week, it is not a candle despite its appearance. Mm, it is a temporary flame. And if you call it a candle, fuck Leave. you. <laughs> uh, it's a temporary flame. Now, not, uh, not only are you not allowed to travel with an eternal flame, you're also not allowed to travel with a lighter. So does anyone here have a lighter? Because we don't. Yeah, you do? Oh, Can we God. give us as a lighter? That's we great. We also realise this backstage going, we don't have a way to light the temporary flame. Thank but you. But thank you very much to, what was your name? Ariana. Ariana. Big round of applause. Right. Woohoo! And the, the temporary flame? No, no, no. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Cool, you Sorry, man. I thought we were... Champion. Woo. Sorry, we were going to light this. the temporary, temporary flame. <laughs> hey. Oh, nope. Okay. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you do? Keelan, you're supposed to be on the sound deck. Get back up there. Let's build the suspense. Yes. We, yes. We have something planned. That's we right. I planned. forgot. Keelan forgot. Thank fuck this cunt's here. Yes. Woof. Now, uh, obviously, what do they do at the Olympics? They do three months of running the flame around. Boring. So no. 
I've made a new plan just okay. on the spot. We must pass the temporary flame around the audience okay. and it must make its way back down. That's pass good. it here, pass it along. Make it quick though, because we are running out of time and this may have been a bad decision. <laughs> all right, so when, when the temporary flame makes it all, <laughs> all the way this is back. This our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> We had a moment before we walked on stage where Luke and I looked at each other in our stupid fucking outfits and just went, what is our job? <laughs> and I just went, I think it's kind of whatever we want it to be at this point, and which we is great. really appreciate that you guys support this. Now, for those listening in audio at home, we are dressed in our festive summer suits because we're in mm-hmm. Brisbane. Can't, ha- can't be too hot, right? So we've got shorts on and uh, we, I bought a nice dress shirt to wear underneath and then only just five minutes ago did I realise, oh, it's a long sleeve shirt and this will look silly. So we've yeah. worn T-shirts underneath, very summery. Hopefully next shows we'll have white T-shirts, which was yes. also the plan. Yeah. I said, Luke, we should just bring our white T-shirts. I, and you said, nah, I've got shirts. No, nah, I, I sweated. Th- we, went, we were doing a photo shoot today and I mm. sweated through it. That's it. That's, what I, that's why I don't have a white T-shirt. The temporary flame is making wet. its way to the final row uh, now, does, does everyone? No, I think it should be like the Olympics. The who's who's the final person? Someone needs to then jog it down like they okay. do in the Olympics. But yes, just like Kathy Freeman. Hey, <laughs> there we Thank go. Thank you very much, Bow Bow. That's great. Thank you very much. What was your name? Taylor. Taylor. Give Taylor a big round of applause, That's everyone. True. The temporary flame has made its way back to us, and uh, Kylan, please uh, hit the. Uh, obviously, we don't have theme. Mu- do you have theme music? No, but I've got a. <laughs> but <laughs> I have an alternative, and I think the alternative is acceptable. Hey, sorry, okay. have you sh- run us past the alternative, or have you just? <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, Lewis, I did assign this job to you in the hotel room. That's true. <laughs> and then you went, oh, "I'm going to go have a shower," and then you didn't do anything. Uh, okay. Well. And then um, I was like, "Oh, I, so we're going to do the segment thoughts later. Great segment." Mm. And I was like, "Lewis, have you got any thoughts?" And uh, this was again. He's like, "Oh yeah, I probably should have got some thoughts." I've got heaps of thoughts, man. That's good. They're in my phone. All right, Keelan. And I, and I have organised this music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Lewis, I have brought the temporary okay, flame. Great. There we go. Oh. It's not oh, lighting. It's not lighting. Right. Can you hold it up? Yeah, yeah down? okay. So Sorry. It is a temporary flame. It's all low. Oh. Okay. When is it gets it... lit. Ladies and gentlemen, I go. officially pronounce the tour is underway. Oh, what a I, magical moment. I really wonder how much of that candle we're going to get through. Is it going to be passed around at every show? Yeah, by the end, I might just be passing around like a little coin of wax. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Perth right. is not going to get much flame, but uh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So now uh, it's time to talk about, uh, obviously, guys, everybody listening at home, all of the people here would have already seen it, but everyone listening at home must be absolutely fiending to know what happened when Keelan performed his first ever stand-up comedy set. Yes. Now, just a quick recap for those at home. Uh, Keelan, obviously our video guy, already, you can tell, not great at his job. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, Did you hear him announce us? Uh, make sure you make a lot of noise because uh, we're filming and be loud, uh, Luke and Lewis. <laughs> not the best intro I've ever gotten, but also yeah. not the worst. Um, so what we're going to do is, right, uh, obviously the people at home don't know how he sets gone next. Mm. So we need to briefly explain. So Keelan, uh, w- 
he's a video guy and he wanted to do stand-up comedy. How did it happen? Do we force him into it? Uh, Probably. I think he wanted to perform a set and yep. he wanted to open for every show. And I said, you can only open for every show if you can get a standing ovation at our first show, Brisbane. This is his trial run. And I said, if you can earn a legitimate standing ovation at the end of your first ever comedy set, you can perform for the rest of the tour. Like me, you know, if someone wants to earn something, no worries. I'm happy for them to earn something, but I will give them an impossible task. Yes, and uh, it was up to this crowd here tonight to, I guess, grant passage if Keelan was going to perform at every show of the tour or if it was just going to be tonight only. Now, you saw his performance. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we won't reveal what happened yet, but, you know, let's do some interviews. Okay. Let's, let's just see no what the spoilers, vibe was. Guys. No spoilers. We have an audience microphone here. Be careful with the cable, Luke. We don't want to hang anyone it's with definitely it. definitely a hazard, but we are not liable, so that's fine. Uh, now, in the front row, you're wearing a lemon shirt. What was your name? Uh, Mitch. Mitch, lovely to meet you, Mitch. You watched Keelan's set. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I can't confirm or, confirm or deny if I yep. stood up and clapped, but yep. mm -hmm. yeah, I, I thought he did pretty well. <laughs> but it did happen. <laughs> it ah. definitely did happen, yeah. So a bit of confirmation there, it did That's happen. Good. Thank it you very happen. much, Mitch. Give it up for Mitch, everyone. Uh, does anyone else want to give their thoughts on Killen's set? We'll have one more person. Yep, you'll give your thoughts. Thank you very much. No What's your name? Uh, my name is Jack. Jack. Lovely to meet you, Jack. And now what were your thoughts on Killen's set? Without spoiling it, can you just tell us how Keelan set made you feel in the moment? Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little worried. Yeah. Yeah, a little concerning, a little isn't worried. it? Yeah. yeah, we watched it. I was a little bit yeah. concerned. And I was like, I work with this person. That's uh, problematic. And um, as he got deeper into the set, when he got about three minutes in, what were you feeling? Um, well, I was wondering if you did a background check on him before hiring. <laughs> and uh, the answer is that, clearly not. <laughs> no. Okay, well, that's good. Thank you very much, Jess. Yes. That's oh, great. Very good. Now, um, obviously, so a, a lot of mixed conf confusion, maybe? A lot of is confusion. Is a good way to describe it? Does anyone have no. a positive review for Keelan? <laughs> no hands went up. Mm. Uh, oh, a hand went up here. Uh, and by the way, the last uh, person we need to go to, obviously, I think is Keelan to see how he of went. Of course, of course. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a pretty good time. You know? Okay. I laughed. For, for a first set, what do you think? One of the best first sets I've ever seen. How many first sets have you seen? None. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that it was also one of the worst? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I've only seen one, so obviously it's the best, but it okay, can't be the worst. Okay, great. That's good. Well, it can be the worst. Because, mm. well, anyway, I don't have to explain why that. I don't have to explain the logic. It, it could be the best or the worst because you've seen one. Now, Keelan, uh, the man of the moment, how did you think you went? Uh, I'd say that I definitely wasn't nervous and I got up there and crushed and was full of confidence. <laughs> uh, There's always two sides to a story. That is one side. Objection. <laughs> You were very confident before we were in Brisbane. I remember you saying on the show, I guarantee I'll crush. I'm going to do the best set of comedy. We are There's going to be no way that you two could follow me. Things along those lines. But when we were in the backstage area, I remember you going, oh, I don't think I'm going to do the starting bit. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm really nervous yeah. now. I was confident before, but and now I've forgotten everything. He said that while chugging a can of V, obviously. <laughs> Um, and look, I think Killen did great. I'm really proud of him. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, know, yeah. honestly, 
For a first set, I've seen a lot of first sets in comedy. Some of them are horrible and depressing. It went Some of them than are okay. My first set. Yeah, better than my first set. I would say one of the better first sets I've seen, and I've seen a lot. Now, Keelan, did you or did you not earn a standing ovation tonight? I definitely did. He's done it, ladies, he got and, it, gentlemen. ladies and gentlemen. He did receive a standing ovation. And Congratulations, there was, Keelan. If you watch back the video, you will notice that there was a pause. He hit the punchline. People were like, is this the punchline? <laughs> It, it was the feeling of 98 people going, is he done or has he gone more? And then one brave soul. Raise your hand. Who was the guy? Red Who shirt. started it? Yes. Yeah, it was this gentleman One person over here. stood up, followed okay. by another, followed by 100 people on their feet. And boy, it was magical. And I'm proud to know Keelan. And oh, uh, mic's not I've only that. ever got one standing ovation before in comedy. So we are even. Um, I did that at my comedy special. Um, mm. This year, and that was the biggest night of my career. I worked three years hard for that and hit a punchline that people were like, I'm pretty sure that's the punchline. Luke worked years for that, so did I. I got my first standing yeah. ovation. It made me cry. Keelan, did you cry? No, I just got really nervous. He literally again. came backstage and went, sucked in, told ya. <laughs> that's good. Now, who started it? This gentleman. What's your name, mate? Uh, my name's Aiden. We're going to share this mic, Aiden. Uh, now, why did you start the standing ovation? Uh, well, I feel this story had a lot of potential. Uh, I think the delivery just needs a little work. So, uh... <laughs> Is that why you give standing ovations? Like, Jeez, my he... step must have been fucking shit. Because I didn't get one. <laughs> he could do better! Woo! Sorry, sorry. I meant I got, obviously, I kissed babies and like there was standing ovations. Oh, you did the fog crying. bit. I did the fog bit. That's yeah. what happens every time. Um, tell so, your friends. So what were your thoughts about the fog bit? Uh, well, I think we discouraged him on the first one. You know, he's never—he's not going to have a career in it. Yeah. Okay. Did he hear the question? What the fuck? <laughs> he just—you just got asked, "What did you think about the fog bit?" And I hope you were replying to a question about killing. You didn't think I have a career in this? You paid to see me, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn! I don't think he has a career, but I'll give him forty bucks and I'll—I'll I'll support his dream. But I don't think he's got what it takes. <laughs> Now, uh, the next thing on the agenda, uh, there's a few things we can discuss. Obviously, uh, I'm very tangled in the fucking cords right now. If you just give me a moment, Luke, I'll do some untangling and you just do, you just do whatever it is you do. This is technically admin that you're doing and we promise no admin at the shows unless it was Sydney. All right, Lewis is untangling a microphone cord. He is making it We're worse. We're getting there. We're getting there. I like that you're being heckled for a microphone mishap. I've done it. I've done it. Now, Lewis. Luke, I, I'm not sure if Keelan really did earn his standing ovation because I just got an applause break for untangling a cord. <laughs> I think this crowd doesn't know what good is. No, I think what happened is Keelan... <laughs> oh. oh. Fair. Yeah. No, I, I forgot what I was going to say. It's probably going to shit on Keelan. I don't remember. Um... So uh, all that temporary flame is getting some, building some heat, and also a nice smell. Nice smell. It smells smell. like a candle. Candle. It's not a candle. It's a temporary flame. Mm. Uh, Lewis, we can go a few directions here. Obviously, we have a few fan favorite segments on this podcast. We are planning to do celeb spots tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Also thoughts. Uh, so if yes. you've got any celeb spots or thoughts, keep them in the bank, and there'll be a time to share those. Now, before we get into that, can we talk? I know it's been a 
look, and I, I hate this because I don't want the tour to start off this way, but it's been a quite a keel and heavy start to the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm about to double down here. Keelan, we need to have an intervention and talk about your reception skittle addiction at the hotel that we're staying at. This is not good. Just because the skittles are complimentary, it doesn't mean you have to have them eight times a day. We're staying uh, at a hotel, right, uh, called Great Southern Hotel. It's a lovely hotel, uh, mainly because the staff are lovely and they have a little automatic skittles dispenser. So one of the ones you put your hands on, it goes... And it gives you like four. And that's all you get. A pretty generous amount. Maybe I had my hand under there for too long. Yeah, I think both of you have been like robbing that machine. I think they had to fill it up today because Keelan and I. Now, um, here's what you should do with that machine, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. You go in the first time, get some Skittles. And then when you check out a day or two after, you get some Skittles. And then the world fucking spins, right? Keelan has been every single time he even goes anywhere near the lobby, goes in for a handful. So he, we told him to, to go downstairs and check reception to see if they had our baggage. He went down, got some Skittles, asked them a question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer took 40 seconds. When they went back to check, got some more Skittles... And then when they gave him the answer 40 seconds later, thanks, grabbed some more Skittles and left. I reckon he took like a whole packet. There was one point where the lady at reception shared a look with the other receptionist being like, <laughs> and I could tell she was thinking of installing an on-the-spot ban. She would just looked at the woman and went... There's, I reckon we're going to get there after this show and there's going to be a big photo of some idiot wearing a Christmas suit... And it's going to have a cross through it that says, no Skittles for this man. He cannot be trusted. Mm. So, uh, and also you guys stayed at this place like three weeks ago, didn't you? Oh, yeah. And he did the same thing. We're here three weeks ago. Same thing again, right? And it's all booked under my name. So I'm the guy who has the friend who can't (laughs) stop stealing all the Skittles. So on the way out, they go, so anything from the minibar? You go, no. And they're cool. But that's still going to be $840 (laughs) in Skittle costs. So... Do you, oh. you've Keelan, you've been getting dirty looks from both of the women every time you get Skittles. Now, we walked in and he got more Skittles <laughs> and the woman looked at her work partner like, <laughs> this guy is still getting Skittles. This is his seventh go. Do I tell him to stop? And the other woman was just looking at Keelan confused, like, how can this man eat so many Skittles with so little shame? <laughs> yeah. He oh. does park in disabled parking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't listen to the podcast, um, Keelan that's not a joke. Uh, he thinks it's funny to park in disabled parking. And the more we say it, um, the more it gets funny. Uh, not you know, the fact that he does it, just the fact that he has zero shame. You know, and he still hasn't apologised. Mm. He met a guy in a wheelchair. This blows my mind. And The guy just, in the wheelchair said, Hey, man, I love the show. I love how you're funny on it. But also, stop parking in disabled spots. That really affects my life. And Keelan just lied to him. Literally sends us videos on Instagram like throughout the day of him double parking <laughs> in a disabled spot. These are true snaps that we've seen. And we've thought about releasing them, but they're too fucked. Didn't his... Um, now, look, I don't want to throw under the bus because we love Linda, Keelan's mum, who listens to every episode of this podcast. Hello, Mrs. Keelan. <laughs> yep, she's going to be listening to this. And uh, I heard that she wasn't pro-disabled parking, 
But she thought it was okay to park in the parents' spot? No, she... It was the other way around. We were talking about it. She's like, oh, "Oh, you shouldn't park in disabled parking unless you really have to. (laughs) No, no, unless you're disabled. Yeah, but which for Keelan really has to is a very low bar because he might be like, oh, fuck, I need 7,000 Skittles now. Yeah. Uh, And then it's an emergency. He literally, like, sees online that Woolies have a special on a 10-pack of Kirks and he just races down there and goes, i got no time to waste. And he parks in... Legitimately, that's not a joke. He told me that story. He's like, what, they're on sale? (laughs) (laughs) $4.50 at Woolies. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Here you go. We're in the I was like, we'll give him a mic back there. Regret that. We, <laughs> we were talking about it with his mum and, and, and then she found out that he parks in disabled. She goes, oh, that's bad. But and then we, she found out, oh, he goes, oh, I also park in parent spots. She goes, Keelan, you can't do that. That's even worse. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, do you think being the mother of Keelan is worse than being disabled? <laughs> that's what she's saying. <laughs> I don't blame her. Nah, Keelan's great. Give him a round we of applause, Keelan. ladies and gentlemen. He did a great set and we appreciate it. We now have a new opener for this tour, which yeah. is great. That's good. I did, sorry, before we move on, I did want to ask Keelan, uh, have the ladies at reception said anything? Because how many, how much, like, packet-wise, how many packets of Skittles do you reckon you've made your way through? Definitely two. <laughs> it's only five, been one day. Five times I went down to reception today. <laughs> and how many times did you get Skittles? Five. Well, seven, because I... (laughs) So you just went down for Skittles only twice. (laughs) We left him today. We had stuff to do. And then uh, now I know what you're up to. I was like, what are you up to? He's like, oh, not much. (laughs) Just eating Skittles. And did you get a look or...? Yeah, I did. uh, When I was asking for your bags and the guy went to have a look if they were there, I went, oh, hang on, let me just get some Skittles. (laughs) Got a handful. And then after the conversation we had, I got another handful. And this is when he's by himself. Like, he's not trying to make us laugh. But he like, just wants Skittles for fun. This is kind of what we mean. We do a segment on this show. Well, Keelan does a segment on this show called Keelan's Mealans, where he just lists what he eats during the week. And everyone listens to that segment. It's the funniest segment on the show because it's entirely true. He ate a whole chicken last week, and one day he just had ten creamy sodas, right? So... Eating, eating two packs of Skittles isn't much of a stretch, and I look forward to hear, hearing that tomorrow night on Keelan's Mealans. When we that, do right? it tomorrow night, yeah. it's going to be Sucked food, in, food, guys. food, um, and then one day is just going to be Skittles, 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 yeah. Kirks, Skittles, Skittles, yeah. Kirks, Kirks, And then Kirk, I had a Skittles. whole turkey, <laughs> and that's his week. <laughs> he did bee. chug a can of V. Uh, <laughs> now, Lewis, I yeah. think it's time to get a little bit philosophical, mm-hmm. and uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for some thoughts. Great. That was your cue, oh, Keelan. Yeah, there's a... Oh, Thank you. That's mm. Well, that was the stuff. wrong button. That now, was just the music, and Lewis, then we play the... Mm, here's a thought. We, yeah? Should we fire Keelan? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, because that was a bit late. <laughs> was going to say no, but because of that late sound effect? Yes. <laughs> Keep up, mate. Okay, so I hope you guys have some thoughts. We will throw to you. But first, we've got some uh, listeners' emails that have uh, been sent in. I really like this one. I've actually thought this a lot, and uh, I really want to know the answer. Uh, This one's from Jasmine. Hi again. I've had another thought. Jasmine has a huge brain. Where do birds go to die? 
We see so many flying around everywhere, yet we only see dead birds occasionally. Hmm. Now, wasn't this... Um... What are you doing up there? <laughs> Sorry. All you have to do is press one button and, and hold your finger over it until you press it again. I'm just doing so many different things. <laughs> what? I'm uh, looking for my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do Sorry. you need your phone for? Okay. I'm on top of it now. It's all good. No, what do you need your phone for? Uh, oh, is there uh, anybody's sales on it, Woolies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a reason. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Lewis, wasn't this uh, my friend Dean's thought on the radio show? Because he posed the question once to us. I realise now he did quite a similar segment to no, this. He did Where Do They Go to Sleep? Pretty similar Dean because you never idiot. see a bird with its eyes closed. Dead sleep. Mm. You just always see birds awake and flapping around. Yeah, but the answer to where do they sleep is obviously trees and high places. That's why you wouldn't see them. But mm. where do they go to die? I think Dean's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, a bird... Does a bird know, oh, I'm going to die today. I better make an appointment at the fucking tree and do it up. I don't know. It is a thought, though. Mm. That's what happens with this segment. Sometimes... There's no answer. There's no answer. We just go, but it was a thought. Hmm. Great. And we move on. Unless um. someone has an answer for it in the crowd. Do you know why we don't see many dead birds? No. They get eaten. They get eaten by Keelan. <laughs> okay, right. Hey, boys. Anna here again. She's a lot of repeat thoughts from female listeners. This is great. Boys, step your game up. Step your brain up. <laughs> step your brain up. <laughs> That's what you say to your girlfriend when she doesn't give good blowjobs. Yes. <laughs> No, hey. it's more like... Hey, boys. Anna here again. So that, was a, was that was a really untasteful joke. I'm sorry. Very gross. Uh, so I was staring out the window, looking at the traffic, when a thought aggressively nagged my attention. Why do all... So do you reckon she was like... Oh, fuck, a thought. Just hits her in the brain. Um, geez, that one got Luke, didn't it? Um, that joke kind of hit like a thought. Oh. <laughs> um, why... <laughs> why, does, <laughs> why does Luke find that so funny? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Why do car headlights all look so incredibly different? Like, when you really pay attention, each car headlight is like a snowflake. Why is that? They all do the exact same thing, so why do they all look so different? Hmm. Uh, different light bulbs. Different models of car. Yep. To fit with the design. Yep. See, some thoughts are good, some have obvious answers. As if that hit her aggressively. Like, like even if it was, even if the thought did come to her aggressively, she should have answered it quite aggressively as well. Like, oh, I'm a dumbass. Maybe it came at her aggressively because it came to her while she was getting hit by a car. Yeah. She just saw the headlights. She's like, fuck, they look different. I haven't seen them before. And yeah. then she got hit. And then she woke up in the hospital and sent that email. Uh, uh, and those are the only two thoughts I have because I thought it would be more fun to no, do it live. it's because you didn't prepare. And I asked you, Lewis, do you have any thoughts? Mate, and you go, yeah, man. Mate, I scrolled for 30 you seconds through it, our emails. <laughs> no, it's also I not saw his so many fucking crumbs. I had enough. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, does any any loaves in here have a thought 
who would like to share? Yeah, over here. Okay. Oh, ooh, okay. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Dana. I had this thought when I walked in. Why is Luke's head even more boring in real life? <laughs> it seems like less of a thought, more of an insult. Um, but still fascinating. Will <laughs> we ever know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Why is it so boring in person? Uh, no idea. Has anyone ever have a thought? Not yet? Oh, you've already done one. Sorry, I want this guy over here. Sorry, mate. Yeah, uh, Lewis, uh, why the fuck are you wearing shorts? <laughs> That's a very good question. Uh, now, I would say that these clearly are not shorts. These are festive Christmas trousers. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot, everybody There's knows a difference. That. It's a festive suit, yeah. and uh, the suit didn't come in full length. Because yeah, Because it was why. in Maya's summer edition, mm. and uh, not cheap, by the way. $130 a suit. It was a spontaneous decision. Uh, Meg, my girlfriend, messaged me this morning saying, by the way, found your suits for 25 bucks in Kmart this morning. So, uh, Fuck. sucked in. Um, we should have just got them when we were shopping for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, does anyone have another thought? All the way up the back. Does anyone have an actual thought? Are you just going to sit here and roast us? This is not the roast of Over Luke Vigil and Lewis Spears. It is thoughts. Get philosophical, please. Um, how do our shower towels get dirty if we only use them when we're clean? That's a fucking good one. How do it's they get dirty? Oh, some people probably still have stanky nuts. After the shower. That's true. That's a good point. Um, um, you're right, though. Is it because... Are you not... You're not entirely clean. I guess you are. You're the cleanest you're ever going to be after a shower. I suppose so. I think it's just that, isn't it once things get wet, they kind of dry a bit smelly? Is that a thing? I yeah. would say when the towels rub your skin, it pulls dead skin off. And that would be most of the dirt. There we go. I have a thought. Can I do one? Can you do one? Yeah. Well, aren't you banned we from have a, this We segment? have a very excited person right at the back. Yeah, the why you go up there? Killing? are you banned from this segment still? No, not anymore. Yeah, you say that every <laughs> week, and we never keep track. He's got banned from this segment twice due to really a, a low quality of thoughts that he often goes on Reddit and goes on the Shower Thoughts subreddit and then just reads them and goes, "I had a thought." I did that once. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get to yours. What's? We'll get to this one first. Keelan's or no, audience? Someone else put up their hand. Okay. Uh, what's your thought? Are fruit flies healthier than normal flies? Because they only eat fruit instead of poo. <laughs> Quite a good thought. I don't know. We should, Keelan, can you Google the lifespan of a fruit fly versus regular fly? And I guess that'll answer it. But that doesn't really, you know, like prove its health and well-being of the fly. Oh, I feel like something that lives for a long time is more healthy. Hmm. Hmm. You're probably going to die soon. Never hits the well gym. You know, he hasn't actually hit the gym gym in like two, three weeks now. I haven't. My Pretty neck sloppy. is so fucked. I feel like a paraplegic. I feel like I should actually park in the disabled spot. <laughs> it's not good. Because no. I, I don't fit on planes. Every time I get home, I'm like, oh, finally, I'm great. And then I just have to sit on a fucking Jetstar flight and my neck goes out again. I'm 80. It sucks. Yeah. I have an answer. It is... 28 days for a normal house fly and 50 days for a fruit fly. I'd say much healthier. There yeah. you go. Oh, a few people at the back clapping fruit fly facts. Very generous crowd. That's great. And Keelan, to wrap us up, what's your thought? Uh, why is the plural of cow not cow? 
because it's cows and, and like fish, fish. It could be cow. <laughs> 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 he, he fucking backs out halfway through his thought, just hits the button. It's like you say it out loud and you're like, that wasn't a very good thought. Um, In my head it was. I think the answer is, how much longer do you think the next ban from this segment <laughs> should be? <laughs> I would say at least two live shows. Two live shows. Mm. And also because fishes mm. sound stupid, mm. right? Mm. Or is it fish eye? <laughs> no, it's Ooh, not. Oh, look at that school of fish eye. No, mm. that's wrong. Now, how long should you be banned from the thought segment, Luke? Two to three weeks okay. for that fish eye Fair. statement. So, and I'm going to happily cop that ban. Actually, didn't before we wrap this up, uh, Connor. Didn't Connor, oh, yes. our uh, friend right. who uh, helped us today, give a round of applause to Connor, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he actually directed my comedy special. So uh, very, very uh, wise man. And uh, wise men have wise thoughts. And um, he's about to share his. As Jeez, well as this fucking cord is such a health hazard. Ah, mm. oh, here he is. Hello, everybody. Uh, my thought to contribute is, uh, so if there's two people at a cafe ordering food, uh, one ordering takeaway and one dining in, who does the chef prioritise? Definitely dining in. Oh, they prioritise takeaway, why? Because they want an empty restaurant to encourage more people to dine in, right? Oh, hang on, sorry. Say the answer in the microphone. People who usually are taking away are from work, so they want to get back to work, eat their lunch before their break is over. Typical lunch break lasts 30 minutes. Don't want to mm. wait too long. That's so true. Yeah, you make a good point, but you are implying that chefs are, are not coke fiends and have respect for other people. So you're implying that, like, if I was a chef, mm. I would do this. Now, you seem like a great person, but I honestly think chefs would have to, this is why I think dine-in, is because you have to prioritise the customer that is dining at your restaurant, right? Give them a little more customer service because they are sitting down to enjoy their meal. No, I disagree, right? I would say there's three levels now. There used to only be two levels, which was dine-in and takeaway, who gets priority, right? There's now a third level, Uber Eats, right? Uber Eats prioritises everyone because nobody wants that fucking sweaty dude standing there just fucked out of his brain. He's just dripping out of his helmet, right? Yeah. He's got that big backpack on. He looks like a turtle. He's exhausted. He's earned $2 for the day. He hardly speaks English. He doesn't want to be there. They would just want to get him in and out as quickly as possible so he doesn't have to stand there. Mm. So I would say, thought solved. And mm. that's... Very that's good, Keelan. That Great. was good. That Great. Was, that was Thoughts Live. Yep. Oh, you can clap it if you want. Hmm. Did that deserve a clap? Don't do it. We've moved on. <laughs> Not a thought, more of a question. Mm -hmm. Lewis. We need to talk about our fucking trouble getting oh. here. We had the worst experience getting here. Uh, we flew Jetstar, right? Which isn't Tiger, right? So you fly Tiger, you might land. Everybody knows that. You save $15 and you might land. That's the deal. Jetstar. And I'm a, I'm a big gambler these mm. days. I enjoy a punt on yep. a Tiger flight and I'm coming out good every time. Never actually had a problem on a Tiger flight. Actually never in my life have I had a problem with Tiger. I mean, it sucks. I've... It's terrible. It's but awful, I've... but you get what you pay for. Yeah. You, they go, hey, this is Tiger. This sucks. <laughs> Fuck you. Did but you... we'll get you there. Did you know, I didn't tell you about this. I was on flying back from Cairns, quite mm. a long flight, 
I'm assuming, I hope there was two pilots, right? Usually two pilots. The pilot just came out mid-flight, an hour and a half in, and just took a shit on the plane. I've never seen that yep, before. Yep, just like was waiting in line. You know how people stand there where the person's in? He's waiting there in line just doing these ones. And Fuck then uh, uh, someone goes, like, oh, like, someone goes, oh, you go in. And he goes, nah, you go. And I was like, no, go in. Yeah, definitely. Who the fuck's flying the plane? I like that he was like, no, nah, I'm not in a rush. I've just got a plane to fly with 300 people on it. But they chose to fly Tiger. They got what they deserve. Um, it's like, mate, it was it's wild. not a fucking Tesla. There's no autopilot. I think there is. Yes. Yeah, there is? It, do you think they sit there and go, like it's a video game? I don't know. It's autopilot. No, I thought there was like... What do you think this, like the, no, <laughs> the like, saying like... autopilot comes from? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I have a small brain. Autopilot, of course. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. I thought there was just like, they point it in the right direction and then they hit cruise control. They just like set the speed and the altitude. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's pretty much autopilot, I believe, from start to finish. Maybe they land it and take it off manually. Don't know. I'm not an aviation expert. Can anyone answer that? Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, they do, was Great. the answer. Great. Cool. So, wait, they do do it manually, take off and landing? Yep, and then they just chuck it into autopilot. Awesome. Oh, okay, so I guess you can take a shit. That would be concerning if it was like seatbelt sign was on, even though like the air hostesses were in their thing and then he just goes, time to take a shit. And then <laughs> that would be concerning. That would be concerning. So he, by the way, a lengthy poo, like wasn't in a rush. Like kind of like me, I used to work at a golf club, right? So I was like, oh, I can get paid to shit. Like I just, I'd be in there playing iPhone games. Whatever. Yeah, a, bit, a little bit graphic, sorry. Um, but yeah, getting paid to poo. That's I great. get it, I, I feel it. <laughs> um, so Jetstar, right, is, is the worst airline, right? By far. You would think that Tiger's the worst. Tiger's... They treat you like shit and it's uncomfortable, but they do their fucking job. They get You're you there, they're rarely late. Jetstar, every time I fly with them, it's the worst. They fuck it up, they don't, they don't have enough staff. Well, there's way more queues, because so many bogans fly mm. Jetstar, because like, it's the people who don't want to fly Virgin or Qantas. So you just get like, pieces of shits like us queuing up and like... And nobody who flies Jetstar knows how to fly or flies regularly. Because people who fly regularly, there's two tiers, right? People like us who aren't killing it yet but have to fly a lot. So we go with a cheap option, Tiger. We know what we're doing. It's cheap. We save money, right? Or you are killing it. You fly Virgin or Qantas all the time and that's sweet. The people in the middle are the people going to schoolies or Bali for the first time ever. And they go, oh, I shouldn't fly Tiger because that's the worst one I'll go Jetstar we saw the rudest shit oh, when they were trying to check level. the bags there so was this poor girl she was by herself and I look I don't think she spoke English well so I don't think she could read the the, the touch screen when she was doing her baggage check in so all you do is you scan your ticket and then it goes put your bag on the belt and then it goes in all automated very easy to do doesn't take that long I don't know how people fuck it up but they do right this woman didn't speak English so that's fine she couldn't work it out uh, we were not in the line. We were in the line next to her. And she's having trouble. We're about to go. And then this one guy behind her, he's in a rush. Uh, he's with his girlfriend, looks really angry. And he looks at this woman and he says, do you need a hand? And she goes, oh, yes, I do. And then he went, okay, so can I go first? 
Uh, and then you can get he help literally later. literally lifted her bag off the baggage thing, put it to the side, and she was like, what the fuck? Right? And then he puts his bag on and goes, excuse me, starts doing his. Turns out it's a problem with the machine. Mm. So then he's the guy who has to stand there and wait for the customer service person to come over. She's like, who's having trouble? And then uh, the girl's like, oh, I was. And then there was this massive confusion where he pushed in. Yeah. And, uh, and then Keelan and I are quite rude. Right? To people in life. And uh, only we, people who deserve it. Yeah, though. so we just start going, rude. Rude. Yeah, while he was doing rude, it. We like just slightly loud enough where the guys like could hear us, but he's trying to ignore us. This guy's rude. Yeah. He's a little bit rude. Then we started acting out what he did, yeah. like at the end. Like right, like like as in the ladies there where yeah. Lewis is, and me and Kilman are like here going, rude. So they can definitely hear us. Yeah. So I, I start going, Oh, uh, Luke, do you need help? <laughs> Would you, like, do you then, need some help? And then I was like, oh, no, yes, Lewis, I would love some. I don't think I can speak English. And she couldn't understand this because she couldn't speak English. Okay, well, uh, if you need help, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come over and I know how the machine works and yeah. you don't know how the machine works, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Now, what I could do is help you, but instead, fuck out of my way, it's my turn. Yeah. So then In she, front of him. Yes, so we acted out the uh, role play because um, we're, we were bored and um, we I were also waiting. Gotta say, I do rate the confidence for the how, like, that was fucking it was abrasively the most rude. Ball of shit I've ever seen, I'll be honest. We're trashing this guy, but to just walk up to a stranger, like a young female, and just kick her bag off the conveyor belt and put yours down. That is straight white privilege. I've, like, I've never seen it before. And I'm not encouraging it, but... It was uh, impressive. It was fucking impressive. Yeah. Because uh, it's not like he couldn't help. He could have yeah. done... It would have been faster to help her and then do his shit. But he just decided to kick her out of the way. And then, so after that, right, then we got delayed three times. Yeah. Five and a half hours we spent at the airport yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, and Keelan had to wear the, what he's wearing now at the airport because we forced him to because he didn't pay for his suit and that's how we earned it. I remember and, um, before we got to the airport, he's like, oh, I don't care. It's only going to be about 40 minutes. <laughs> Six hours later, he's still fucking he's wearing it. He's standing in a muffin break because, of course, he is. And uh, just like, you know, he, he's like, he's, he's, Keelan's one of those guys that's like, what? I don't care. <laughs> but he gets. Um, so, yeah, we're stuck there for six hours and we finally get there. We're exhausted. We had to cancel all this stuff. And we get there and they've lost half of our luggage, like half the whole plane, not just me and Luke, the whole plane. Some lady had chemotherapy equipment. They lost it. She might be dead. <laughs> the horrible shit, right? And I remember... Is it? Because you just laughed at the end. So you went... So would you like... I, do I you was remember just, what you did? Yeah. Because you were like, she, she might, might be, be dead. dead. <laughs> Uh, I was just inspired by that guy back oh, in Melbourne. Cool. An aggressive yeah. asshole. Um, I, but here's the thing. What? He was an aggressive oh, asshole. Oh, he was. I just said he had, and I was like... No, I, well, I didn't get sucked in in the fucking... <laughs> a little bit of confusion. Um, so I could have prevented this. Right? I tried to stop this. I, I saw half the luggage getting lost, right? The, when they delayed us the third time, they, the plane was fucked. So they had to get all of the luggage off, off the plane and onto a new one. So they sent it to the conveyor belt and they said on the PA system, if you do not want to get this flight and you would rather wait till tomorrow, take your luggage off the belt. And all of this luggage got backed up and started falling off the belt and piling up. And I see my bag and I go, oh, that's my bag, it's fallen off. I'll put it back on the conveyor belt because I still want to go. And then this guy comes up and he starts picking up all of the bags that have been taken off 
Now, he thinks, the conveyor belt, he goes, oh, none of these people want to fly, so I'll gather those up. And I said, oh, no, these haven't been taken off by passengers. They've fallen off the conveyor belt. And he looked at me and went, yeah, obviously, that's the floor, isn't it? I was By like, the way, if you're confused right now, I watched all this happen and I still don't really get what happened. I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then he just piles all this shit up and walks away and I said, oh, I don't think that these people want to not travel. I think it's just fallen off. And he goes, yeah, obviously they were on the floor. And then he just walked away and now this woman's dead. Legit. Then we got to Brisbane and they're like, oh, some of the bags aren't there. And Lewis and I looked at each other like, yeah, because we watched the guy wheel them away into the airport. And uh, then uh, I got my bags. I was stoked. Keelan got his. And then uh, the reason why he's pissed off is because he didn't get his bag. And um, Didn't get my boots. Yeah. He has, oh, he bought these, like, shitty. Have you seen them? They're incredible. There's, like, these, like, these off-white, ridiculously Has expensive. everyone here seen the boots? On the Instagram stories and this stuff? This would be interesting. Quick poll. Who loves the boots? Hands up. <laughs> Three people. Okay, five. No, oh, everyone who loves the boots, put your hand up. One, hang on. No, everyone who loves the boots. No, I don't think they understand. Everyone who loves the boots. Five, six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By the way, there's a hundred seat venue. Everyone. Six percent is not a good hit rate. Now, who fucking hates the boots? Put your hand up. There's a lot of hands. They're all blind. Did you say they're what? Tasteless. Tasteless. That's good. Yeah. I'm great. Well, you know what? That's how I want to dress. However, uh, whatever. So divisive, even in my footwear. Absolutely. (laughs) Whatever I wear, I want you to have a strong opinion. Whether you hate it or you love it, I don't care. As long as you believe it. Surely you want more than six people out of a hundred to like your shoes. (laughs) Now, uh, so yeah, we had a fuck day yesterday. That but we're here and we're doing it. Now, what I was gonna say at the very start of this podcast was like, I was like, who's seen a live podcast before? And was had anyone seen a live podcast before? Yeah, a few people. So you'll be aware. If you're a little bit confused right now, it's just two guys chatting. Yep. If you think we would script an entire hour of uh, jovial conversation, you would be wrong. Yeah. And I brought up this ball. It has a unicorn on it. And mm-hmm. um, I found it backstage. Not my ball. But I decided, and I was supposed to say this at the start of the show, um, that at one point in the show, I reckon I'm going to throw it at someone. But I don't know who or why or when. But uh, I guess we'll see where the night takes us. So... You know, if you're getting a little bit bored, you know, like, oh, falling asleep, mm, now you're not. Now you're, now you're ready. So we want 100 people tonight. It's going to hit you like an catch. aggressive thought. Just <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Am uh, I included in the someone? Oh, absolutely. That's why I said someone. Fuck. Yeah. And, I'm and you're, in, you're uh, easily the most vulnerable person. Well, as long as close you don't. range. As long Keelan. as you don't take out the temporary candle, I'm sweet. I Actually, would never take out. It's temporary. So did you just? What did you just call it? Sorry, the temporary flame. <laughs> temporary flame is what I said. The temporary flame. You're looking pretty cozy in that chair. Yeah, I would love this chair. You wouldn't want to lose it, would wouldn't you? Wouldn't want to lose it. I was going to say, he was already supposed to lose it. He took home the bathroom key. Now, for those who don't listen or maybe new to the podcast, we have a punishment on this podcast where we have a bathroom key because we film our show. By the way. Okay. By the way, this is amazing that we're not in a warehouse and we're not listening to hard style. I can actually concentrate today. It's awesome. That we re- is good. We it's record a- our show in a, in a little shitty warehouse right in Melbourne and um, we have this bathroom key. Now, we, uh, I've never lost it because why? Because I'm a responsible adult, right? And I'm easily the most, sadly, <laughs> actually factually, the most responsible person on this show. Which isn't hard. No. It's, oh, it is a surprise. Because if you know me, like, I've one of my high school friends here tonight, Tara. Welcome, Tara. Give her a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. 
Right, she's in Brisbane at the moment, so she came out. She doesn't, she's probably like, what the fuck have I come to? She doesn't, you don't listen to this podcast, do you? No, we just went. We just, uh, how confused are you? We're just buddies. Very confused. Very confused. Yeah. We, we would have come out in these outfits and you were like, they were wearing different clothes before yeah. and now they're in this, so I'm confused. Yeah. She's like, I, yeah, we've known each other for years. Anyway, um, the point is that, what was I going to say? I don't know. You're fucking saying it. Huh? Being responsible. That's the right. Key. The point is, that's why I was, I was going to get Tara to verify. I'm a bit of an idiot. Yeah, I'm not the smartest person in our friendship group, am I? No, not really. Yes, I'm a dumbass. Mm. And uh, that was my point. Oh. I just wanted to get like a, a... I don't know why I wanted someone else to call me a dumbass. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know why that was so point. important. No, no, oh, it was important. Someone must call me an idiot. It was important because I'm down here and my point was you and Keelan are both just way lower. Right? Look, okay. So, I came up with the perfect solution to solve the lost key drama. I told everyone coming to the live shows to bring a keychain that they don't need anymore and we'll create the world's biggest collection of keychains for a single key. Now, did who brought... Did anyone what? bring a keychain? <laughs> oh, a lot of people. Okay. There's a lot of people. Um, okay. There'll be a bucket at the end of the show, put in your keychain, and then, uh, yeah, we'll be dragging the keys to the toilet next episode. Apparently. And to everyone coming to the future shows, we want your keychains. We want a big collection. If anyone has any from Gucci, I would love that too. Yes. You know, I found out today, Lewis has a $300 Gucci pinky ring. <laughs> You're wearing it. <laughs> Subtle flex. That's insane. Hands up. Who likes the pinky ring? More oh, way six. more people. That's great. Okay. You're still hitting below 20%. Stop doing polls. It's not never going to be. They're all favor. jealous of my pinky finger. <laughs> I asked before the show who likes My Chemical Romance and there were more hands. <laughs> that's that's. Oh, that is bad, isn't yeah. it? Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lewis, it is time uh, for one of our favourite segments on this show, mm -hmm. Celeb Spots. If you see a person you know that's great. Got a few front row boogies. That's great. Vibing along to the intro. How self-conscious is it when you hear it in person, though? For those who are new, man, it's the most self-conscious. It, it's really it hits it at the start, the beat's sick, and then at the end he goes, and they're going to talk about it. <laughs> and just peters off. It's like he's really excited to, to record the intro, and then he realises, oh, they're going to do a segment. Fuck. Yeah. Boring. Uh, uh, this segment, uh, for those who may not know, is uh, where we obviously, like, celeb spots have always been a part of our radio show in the past. We just love seeing celebs out in the wild. Now, a celeb spot is not just, oh, so I was at, like, because oh, so, we used to work at a radio station, so we can't be like, oh, I saw Husey the other day in his day. office sitting yeah. where he works. That's not a celeb spot because he's at his place of work. What is a celeb spot is out in the wild. You know, mm. like if, if you saw, for example, Matt Preston from MasterChef not gorging his fucking face, that is a wild celeb spot. That's and he's very off. rare. And he, like if you, for example, hey, hey guys, uh, my name's what was uh, Ariana. Right? Was an Ariana? Yeah. And I, I saw Matt Preston not wearing a cravat. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. That is a celeb spot. Yeah. Now we base it on three different categories. We base it on location of the celeb spot. Mm -hmm. If it's obscure, more obscure, the better. Uh, who the celeb is, obviously the status of the celebrity. This one tends to vary because we often, obviously, if you saw Brad Pitt, it's great. But then sometimes we really get around like if someone saw Tim Amatic, 
you know, at like a Woolies because yeah. that's also like as if you even recognised him, you know? It's kind of like a bit of a uh, reverse bell curve where like the shit of the celeb, it's really high and then you get to like C grade, whatever, the middle, who cares? And then you yeah. get to the A list that's also really good. The worst ones tend to be like footy players and bachelor contestants in that yeah. weird level of Australian fame because it's not exciting enough when you see them. But Can I just say to all of the fucking listeners, guys, stop it. An AFL player is not a fucking celebrity. No. There's 6,000 of them. There's literally you will like see hundreds them every day. of them. Right? If you haven't seen an AFL player in public, you need to leave the house. Yeah. You Maybe do. if it was in like a, a rugby player not punching his wife, I'd accept that. Yeah. You know? That's rare. That is rare. Um, now, obviously... The, if you have your slap spots, we'll get to that. But obviously, we'll start off with some listener ones. This one's from Chris. Hey, Luke and Lewis. I work at a car dealership and I have mates in the industry. One of them happens to work for the Zagami. Oh, this is a follow-up. Okay. I remember this one. So a few weeks ago oh, on the I podcast, yes. uh, my editor, Cal, uh, we called him and he saw the man, the myth, the legend, my idol, my hero, Osher Ginsberg in the flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've, the, I've been trying to get Osher on my podcast for ages. He uh, doesn't reply to him anymore. I think he's banned me on Twitter. Look, it's a problem. We're working His through it. His assistant said a very firm no. Yeah. Via no, email. He, you know what he confirmed? Yeah. And then. We couldn't get the dates to work. Yeah, and then you Wild. kept. Then you got yeah. his haircut, no. and you kind of blew it. Yeah. Then on the radio show, I got an Osh cut, and I think that scared him a little. He's like, "Okay, this guy's literally trying to merge into me." And you know what? Fair enough. It's not entirely untrue. I would go into Osh anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Um, Osh, if you're listening, he's not listening, man. He's terrified <laughs> of you. <laughs> What about if he is, though? Hey, dude, I love your stuff. All right, moving on. <laughs> this is an update. Now, mm. I think at the time we were a bit, because it was Osh, obviously that's the best celeb spot we've ever had on the show because he's the number one celebrity. Uh, A-lister, triple A-lister. We were almost like maybe going like, oh, is he even being serious? Because we know Osh lives in Sydney. It yeah. was a Melbourne Osh celeb spot. Because what did they think he was buying? Uh, a Rolls Royce. <sighs> it was at the time Osh was spotted in Melbourne buying a Rolls Royce. Now... He's a little bit... Chris has it's emailed like a us. half a million dollar car. He's saying, uh, I have mates uh, in the car industry. One of them happens to work for the Zagami Group, the owners of Rolls-Royce in Richmond in Melbourne. After hearing this celeb spot on the podcast, I did a bit of asking around at work and right. asked for confirmation. And we can now officially say that without a doubt that old mate Osh was on the prowl for a roller. No way! So, uh, fuck, how much money is Osher Grinsberg making? And then the uh, email just ends with fucking good on him. And, yeah. Uh, I agree. That's great. Hey, Osher Grinsberg, congratulations on your Rolls Royce. I assume yes. he has it now. Yeah. Probably. Good on him. He's worked hard. He's been on The Masked Singer. I mean, that'd want to be paying well, that show. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, I'd want to get paid with 10 Rolls Royces to appear on that oh, yeah. <laughs> bin fire. That was bad. <laughs> and we're doing a live podcast dressed in festive suits. Um... <laughs> This next email is from Bungus McChungus. <laughs> well, this will be great. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was on my lunch break sitting in a cafe and, then, and on the TV, uh, the wall showed Justin Trudeau. Is it Trudeau? Trudeau. Trudeau. Right, he's, Trude he's the Canadian Trude Prime Minister. Trudeau. I don't know politics, whatever, nerd. Um, so it's Justin, what is it? Trudeau. Trudeau. I have a memory of a goldfish. Trudeau? Trudeau, yeah. Okay. Are you just saying that to fuck with me? No, it's true I down. I literally forgot what you said. It's true down. True down. Yeah. 
I feel like I'm the, the, the joke's on me. Is it, what is it, Keelan? Justin Trudeau. Okay, I feel like you're fucking with me as well. All right, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say Trudeau. Fine, it's Trudy. <laughs> on the news in a, sorry, he was in a cafe on the TV. It was Justin Trudeau. <laughs> it's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was on the TV giving a statement slash apology for his blackface in the past. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hold on, that parks looks familiar. I turned around and it was literally directly across from me in the park uh, doing the live interview in the cafe that I was sitting at. This park is super tiny and between a bar and a poutine restaurant. What's that? That's just like chips with cheese and gravy. It's a kebab shop. (laughs) That's what a kebab shop is. Canadians are going to be very angry at that one. I don't give a fuck. They'll be like, oh, sorry. Anyway, who cares? (laughs) I'll like, fuck you, and they'll be like, oh, my bad. Um, so the celeb and the circumstance were pretty weird, but the activity was fairly normal, so I'll take that. Fairly was, normal yeah, for Justin, because it's probably his sixth apology. Yeah, because he was... That's not uncommon. He's a serial blackfacer. Yes. Yeah. He, and, and, like, we're judging him, but the guy who we hire on our podcast, Parks and Disabled Spots, it's not much better. Is that, because uh, obviously you're parking in the spot that's for the disabled, so is that, like, disabled face? Yeah. If Killen could do disabled face... No, this is disabled face. face. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> this next one <laughs> is from Keely. Uh, I was at... Oh, speak of the devil, I forgot about this. I was at Queenscliff Market down the beach, a small town, if you're wondering, and you know who I spotted? Matt Preston from MasterChef scoffing down a bunch of food with his daughters next to him. Nah, shit celeb spot, that's obvious. That's he's of course Matt Preston be scoffing. will be eating and all then of she, his daughter's food. Yeah, she, I like that, like, his meal wasn't enough. <laughs> he's like, I am the MasterChef, give me it all. And uh, she ended the email by saying, by the way, he is huge. And she wrote heaps of E's for extra effect. Was he wearing the cravat? Uh, she doesn't say. Presumably, yes. Because uh, I Preston. saw I saw Matt Preston once. It was outside the radio, so it's boring. And he was wearing the cravat. Yeah, I've seen him at the radio station. and um, uh, But he wasn't eating, so kind of interesting. I was surprised. Mm. This is why I think we don't work there anymore. <laughs> Uh, Potentially. This next, this next one's from Mitch. Mm-hmm. I once saw Dave Hughes, and he's gone in brackets, Hughesy, we know, uh, yeah. at a regional Red Rooster restaurant that I worked at. He came in alone and with no shoes on. <laughs> he ordered food barefoot, sat and ate alone before then leaving still in barefoot. Fuck, dining in is sad enough. Dining in at a regional Red Rooster with no shoes on. What's Hughesy doing? He's a millionaire. Like, he has millions and he has houses and yeah. he's one of the most famous people in the, the world. house off the block. Like, he's definitely a millionaire. By the way, without consulting his wife. Like, that's like... Yeah, I remember him talking I about it on radio. I want to make a purchase. Like, I'll be like, oh, I've got to spend... Like, oh, Meg, my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, there's a pie. It's not on sale. Should I get it? You know, she's like, yeah, well, you know, let's, let's treat ourselves tonight. I'm like, oh, great. That's the kind of money we're on. Yeah. Hughesy's on... Kind of accidentally bought a house. So if you saw me at a barefoot at a regional Red Rooster, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Luke's having his monthly meal. Good on him, <laughs> right? But Hughesy, that's a good celeb spot. That is a good, I like one. That. That is a good one. Now, I does anyone... Bad for Hughesy now. <laughs> I love Hughesy. You know, uh, I went to a, like one of those regional truck stops. It was near Gundagai. I did a bit mm-hmm. about Gundagai before the show. And uh, 
This is how I love regional towns. There was uh, a sign outside of the subway that said, get a foot long up ya. <laughs> That's, That's the best. That would only happen at a truck stop near Gundagai. And there was definitely... Husey would be like, oh, yeah, I'll get a foot long, <laughs> a foot long up me. There's definitely Hughes. no sign that says no shirt, no shoes, no service. No. Because if they had that sign, there would be no customers. No customers. <laughs> uh, now, uh, does anyone have any celeb spots of their own? First ever live edition of celeb spots. Uh, where's the crowd, Mike? There. Oh, let's get Just up careful there. Careful with the cord. It's definitely a hazard. It is a hazard. But if we... Untangled. And your cord's very short, so you might have to just take the crowd mic, even though it's a bit shit. You've got to turn it on as well. I don't know. It's your job. Uh, so do you guys know who Shaquille O'Neal is? Yeah, the basketballer. Yeah, uh, so I was at Tomorrowland in Belgium, yeah. and uh, a mosh pit opened up, and he just rolled in and started bashing over everyone. That's awesome. He's like seven foot eight, isn't he? Yeah, I've got a video of it. Uh, it went viral in ESPN because someone re-uploaded it. I saw, <laughs> that, I saw video. that video. Yeah. Did anyone you? else see that video? Did you film that? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a celeb in the room. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm starstruck. So how, like, did people immediately realise it was Shaq? Well, he was in the front row and the guys shouted him out, but I didn't really take notice of it. Mm. And then I looked over and he's, a, he's massive, yeah. so he's towering over everyone. I looked over and he's holding a full-size man like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Every man is a baby yeah. to him. So he wasn't mosh, he wasn't like in the mosh pit, he's in the he was mosh throwing. Well, he was on the front row at the start. Yeah. And then, yeah, the mosh pits just opened up and he got involved that's a few awesome. times. That's sick. That's what a celeb spot. I think that's the best one I've ever had. That's great. That was better than Adam Sandler in 2008 passing I've toilet paper. I've got shit on my hands. In 2008, one, one of our listeners of a show, uh, one of our favourites of all time was, yeah, Adam Sandler asking for toilet paper under the toilet uh, door. And that would have been peak Adam Sandler fame in 2008. Celebrity shit. I've shit all over my hands. I need toilet paper. He's doing the licky. Uh, so what was it like when he was That's moshing? That's another one that gets me the children. It's not funny. <laughs> when he was moshing, did like did anyone affect him? Because you run into each other. Did it, he move? It just looked like he was having a lot of fun. But everyone else was trying to take him down. But he just wasn't taking notice of it. <laughs> Yeah, because his job is running at other dudes his size and yeah. not falling over. He, like, shattered over. backboards, didn't he? Yeah. Then he's like, yeah, I'll go in a mosh pit. <laughs> God damn, he's going to start shattering skulls. Jeez, I would love to see Shaquille O'Neal versus 60 scene chicks. Like, <laughs> you know destroy what, them. You know what that is? That's like that uh, the age-old question of, like, you know, would you rather, like, fight one giant duck or 60 ducks and it's like that's literally him like would like Shaquille O'Neal in every situation is like the giant duck anyway, uh, did anyone else have have one while I'm up yeah oh, over there the we'll do one we'll do one more and then that'll be Man, it that was wild that one yeah I thought <laughs> you know what probably should have ended on that one oh, fuck you can't know you should have said no sorry mine's amazing Let's sorry everyone in the front row's legs <laughs> That's all right. Hello. Who's your celebrity? I probably can't top that last one, but Luke did mention Tim O'Matic. That is my celeb spot. Oh, where did okay. you see Tim O'Matic? He was, he was at the opera house, but not in the opera house, like performing or anything. He was walking around outside. Just sightseeing. Yeah, but the thing is, he had like massive chains all around his neck. He looked like such a pimp, and he had not one, but two girls on either of his arms. Not surprising. <laughs> 
That is a classic Tim Amatic celeb spot. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like he'll never make it, but at least he had a threesome. <laughs> That's good. That's amazing. Two yeah. bagger celeb spots. Was there, I th- was one more hand that went up. Yeah, I want to hear one more. Yeah. Tim Amatic and Shaquille O'Neal in a mosh pit. What a... Um, yep. Well, I don't know how to top those, but my friend was stuck in an elevator with Ed Sheeran for an hour. When That's easily tops <laughs> both of those. I don't know how to top those, but you know the most famous person in the world? Anyway, my friend uh, spoke to him for an hour. Yeah, um, she walked... It was the 2015, so the Multiply Tour in, like, Suncourt Stadium. Um, she was in an elevator, and she saw Ed Sheeran, and she freaked out, so she stood in the corner and pretended not to be there. <laughs> and then the elevator stopped, and she was like, shit, what do I do? And so she, like, froze, and about 30 seconds later, he goes, um, did you press the button? And she's like, no. And then he called his manager... And about an hour later, they got out, but the, she just stood there and she wouldn't talk to him. And so he... he you have an hour locked in a room with some guy and have like a million questions. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, are you like Tim Amatic? Have you ever had a threesome? <laughs> um, probably not, because you're not as good as Tim Amatic. You know, I'd probably just trash him for not being as good as Tim Amatic for an hour. <laughs> probably be crying by the end and I'd be like, ah, I should have got some hose and some chains, dude. <laughs> So did they talk at all? Yeah, he was, like, doing the whole small talk thing, like, how was your day? Like, you doing anything exciting? And she was just, like, one-word answers. She could have been and like, what like... about you? And he would have been, like, playing a stadium tonight. Yeah, just... yeah well, he was stressed because he was like, if I don't get out soon, then Probably, I might have he's... to, like, delay the stadium. And it's like... And also stuck in an elevator with the most boring person in the world. That's <laughs> stressful. being like, Because that could have... In his head, he's like, this could be 45 minutes or six days. And either way... I don't see this person. Like, honestly, in that time, I reckon I could have become acquaintances. Not friends, but acquaintances with Ed Sheeran. I'd back my chat. You know, I'd ease in slowly. I'd wade in. I'd be like, yeah, dude, I, I'm a fan. I'd be like, oh, you know, A-team, I get it. You know, pastries, cool you'd, rhyme, dude. You'd nod you know? to each other on the street. You wouldn't stop, but you'd be like, oh, elevator guy. Yeah, and that's him. He'd stop, and I'd be like, busy man. Sorry, Ed, gotta go. <laughs> you know, I'm a busy guy. Um, now, do we have anything else planned for the show? How long have we been going here, Len? An hour and five minutes. Okay, great. All right. Making good time here. Do we have anything else for, to cover? Um, Brisbane just had, like, show. like three of the best celeb spots ever. Keelan Skittles. Done. Mm, done. Light temporary Tick. flame. Oh, check. Still going? This feels like admin. Um, no, that's tomorrow. Did thoughts. That was great. We all remember thoughts. Oh, we're supposed to do crumb of the month. Crumb, crumb, crumb of the month. Crumb. Crumb, crumb of the month. Crumb, crumb, you're no good fucking crumb. Get off my bench, you're the crumb of the month. I okay. Think, I think we all know who the crumbs are. Uh, clearly, neither of us have organised uh, crumb of the month, so I'm happy to announce that this month's crumb of the month is Luke and Lewis <laughs> for not organising the segment. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, you guys fucked up there. You were not supposed to applaud. We're crumbs of the month. Everyone boo. Crumb. Good. Fair. Fair. That that hurt my feelings. Oh, so, uh, yeah, now we didn't give any context for those who may be new. Uh, Crumb of the month is a segment where usually we uh, we disdain and uh, mock poor behaviour, bad emails, shitty comments mm-hmm. under our videos and we shame these people and these people are called crumbs. You know why? Because usually crumbs are the, the dregs. 
aren't yep. they? You wipe them off your bench. You don't want a crumb on your bench. Get yep. rid of that. Feed it to the dog. It might get sucked up by the vacuum. It Sometimes it gets stuck in the back of your fucking throat. Mm -hmm. You cough it up. Ugh, crumb. Yeah. No one's like, oh, you know what I could go? A crumb. No. But Except for Hermione in Harry Potter. What? <laughs> she would... <laughs> That's the best joke of the show. <laughs> Look, I wasn't going into this show expecting a Victor Crumb reference, but we got there and I'm, and I'm proud of you. Man, Russian Quidditch. That's great. So, uh, Russian yeah. Quidditch joke of the month. <laughs> dun, well, that's good. I think I kind of redeemed myself dun, 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 dun. a little bit. So I guess it's just you that's Crumb a little bit. No, okay. What, so if I make, okay, deal. If I make a Victor Crumb joke by the end of the show, well, we only have about five, ten minutes left, what? so you better think of something. Wish me luck. Thank you. <laughs> Someone wish me luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were supposed to do Crumb of the Month. Um, we didn't talk about how the fog bit went. Okay, we'll talk about the fog bit, and then we might have to wrap up here, I think. Right, so, uh, Still guys. Still my ball, by the way. Still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's been I forgot about time. it, I'll be honest. <laughs> Fucking Crumb. Uh... As we, as we all know, Fogbit, best bit of stand-up uh, ever written in, by mankind, uh, ever, uh, to the point where people are so excited for the Fogbit that when it does happen, they're in the moment and then it ends and they go, fuck, was that it? <laughs> like, it, was, it was good, but they go, ah, yeah. oh, I would love more Fogbit. What people don't realise about the Fogbit is, yes, it is the best bit ever written by ever any comedian ever, but it does also only go for about two minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> it's quite short. Were you guys shocked at the length of the fog bit? Yeah. Not as long as you thought it would be. You guys... It's quality over quantity, mm -hmm. right? That's you right. need like 25 minutes. Like, yeah, we'll keep it to 15. It's just like 10 minutes of gay Hitler impression, right? I get in there and I get out. That's what I do. Hey, gay Hitler was great. Yes. Um... You're just chilling on your phone there? Yeah, I'm, look I'm looking at Victor Crumb's Wikipedia. <laughs> Okay. Right, mm. well, uh, the fog bit came, went... Made. By the way, I want to re retract a previous statement made on this podcast. Uh, I should have said Bulgarian Quidditch joke. He's not Russian. I'm a racist. <laughs> Continue. Uh, <laughs> I saw a man who looked quite Russian and I was wrong. You know why? He looks like the guys who like hang out at our warehouse. <laughs> Just like we're surrounded by fucking Victor Crumbs. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a few Hermione's around. <laughs> I'm not getting any of them. That I'll was my second wrong. Victor Crumb Hermione joke. Wasn't as good as the first one, but it was a joke. I'm currently in the lead. Mm. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the fog bit, man. As as someone who uh, organised the, the, way, the fan club, very happy at how the the fan club responded tonight. The fog club fan. Club. Oh, the fog. Yeah, fog okay, we're still talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Are you here? No, I'm. So, I'm. My brain is buzzing with Victor Crumb jokes, and when will I strike? Who knows? I, I would think, at this rate, probably <laughs> not tonight. No. Well, in, maybe in Perth, they will get the Victor Crumb joke. Keelan, if you have any Victor Crumb jokes, feel free to chime It's kind of like the golden snitch. You never know when you're going to catch it. Now, Victor Crumb knew that because he was a seeker. Wasn't a joke, just another Victor Crumb. You're just Crumb saying facts fact. at this point. But it will get to a joke if I just do some more research. So please stall. Victor Crumb on these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
I'm not going to try and top that. No, I think we might have to end it there, Lewis, mate. You know how I said better. I was going to throw the ball at someone this yeah. show? <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming out to the first ever Luke and Lewis live uh. show. <laughs> this has been so much fun. We really do appreciate it. It's been really cool. This was... Uh, I think for, for Luke and I, starting the, the podcast, moving away from radio, it was a huge, expensive, and has turned out to be dangerous for our health risk uh, to move from the best radio station in the country to a shed. Uh, but you guys responded, and, and, and now like we can say that the Luke and Lewis show is the biggest that it has ever been. Uh, thanks to you guys. So thank you so much. This has been fucking incredible to, for, for this to work. Yes, and uh, thank you very much for coming out to the live show because I'm sure many of you didn't know what to expect. Neither did we, but we're all on this journey together and we do appreciate that. Yes, yes. so uh, thanks so much for coming and tomorrow night we'll see you in Sydney. Can for I those at home. Can I add one more bit? Yeah. Can we get the whole crowd to cheer for the gratitude zone? Oh, yes, we have to salute right. our Sergeant oh, Sounders. No, by the way, we did say, are there any Sergeant Sounders in? Oh, Ooh, these are our Patreon people, $25 a month. Uh, now, without further ado, everyone, please turn around. Oh, no, turn around. Who's Stand up. Who's, whose time is going off? What were you timing? Oh, they're standing up, right? Sergeants are standing up. Now, if everyone else could please, uh, could you play the theme music and we shall all uh, salute the sergeants because that's what they deserve. No, that's the <laughs> for wrong. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out to the show. Thanks for supporting us. We've been Luke and Lewis. We'll meet everyone after the show and we'll take photos and all that. Uh, and thanks for everyone listening at home. This has been awesome. And also so. we need to blow up the temporary flame. That's the end of the show. Good night.